unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I've held my own babies, and that is truly remarkable. Holding your own book with your own name on it and like the cover that somebody designed for you is not quite that cool, but it's pretty awesome, guys. <laughs> okay. It might be a little cooler. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to another episode of Saints Unscripted. Today we have a super special guest. Um, Bryn Nelson. I was going to, sometimes she goes by Bryn D. Nelson? B. B. Oh, okay. B as in boy. Um, and I just didn't, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be too specific or like not specific enough. She's an author. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, I am. <laughs> you wrote a book. Yes, I did. Um, and it's titled um, The Tuesday Morning, Morning Principle. Principle for Millennial Mormons. Essentially. I, uh, I know I botched that. I'm you're so sorry. fine. The you... subtitle is A Millennial's Guide to Daily Gospel Living. Which is a mouthful. That's, so you're no, fine. I'm glad you corrected me. I feel bad because you worked 10 years on this, and here I am just, like, botching it up. No, you're great. Um, oh, come on! We're just really excited to have you on because um, a lot of you guys who are watching um, are, I mean, are millennials or within that age group of zillennials or whatever, Gen X even. Which is part of my audience. Yeah, millennials, exactly. Gen Z. Anyone who's younger than 30, right? Yes. And even then, if you're 30, you probably can relate. <laughs> you know? Hopefully. Um... So we're really excited to hear about why you wrote this book and like what you hope will come of it, like how you hope that it will help people, you know? So what, where did it start? What was the inspiration for the very beginning? So the Tuesday morning principle in itself, which is the idea that you can live aspects of the gospel on a regular boring old Tuesday morning. Cool. Yeah. um, Started, I was an 18 year old, very raw freshman in my BYU Ward Relief Society teacher and I would ask questions and I get these really vague answers. Sure. How do we serve people better? Well, we need to have more charity. Yes, but that helps me zero. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. So I, I was talking to my mom one day and I said, Mom, I don't know how to get these answers. And she said, Well, help me with my lesson and maybe help you. And I was helping her and I said, Well, mom, what does this principle look like on a Tuesday morning? And I stopped yeah. and I said, Oh, there's something there. Yeah. And I've been writing books my whole life, most of them terrible. And really great. This, this is just the beginning. Yeah, this is the beginning. And um, I felt like this was an idea I needed to explore. So I took it to my Relief Society class and yeah. I would ask them, OK, what does service look like on a Tuesday morning? And suddenly these answers started to change. And they'd say, well, for me, service on a Tuesday morning looks like I brought a meal to my visiting teaching right, at the, person yeah. at the time. That was a close one. Or less generically, kind of, I helped someone with their math homework. Yeah. Or I helped an old lady cross the road, which sounds sure, cheesy. But, but like just like very specific real life yeah. thing that they had done. Exactly. It was yeah. it was real and it was exact. Because it was real. And I expanded the principle and I talked about prayer on a Tuesday morning. Well, I say prayer is in my car and I turn off the radio when I do it. Yeah. And I said, okay, this is something I need to write about. And yeah. the Lord said, yes, this is something you need to write about. And so I started writing the book. And then um, you get married. Yes. You have got kids. Me. Yeah. Um, you have four kids. I have four kids. Right. They're which beautiful. Is very impressive. And then, so I imagine this whole time you're just working on this 
chipping away at right. it when I have time. Just writing. Earlier, I, I was like, how do you write a book? And you said five minutes a day. Five minutes you a know. day. If that's all you've got, make sure you do it every day. Yeah. Maybe take your Sundays if you feel like that's your sign. Right. Um, which So that's just like side. That's really cool principle. Um, then And so now book's done. Book is done. Book is published. It is on Amazon, which is very cool. I've held my own babies, and that is truly remarkable. Holding your own book with your own name on it and, like, the cover that somebody designed for you is not quite that cool, but it's pretty awesome, guys. <laughs> you it might be a little cooler. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't say that just because we believe children are a gift, but... Um, yes. No. Um, but it is pretty darn cool. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I like, um, once I was in a movie, I was like an extra, 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 right, in a movie, and I saw my name in the credits, and I was like, <gasps> It's me! You know, yeah, so like actually holding your own novel that you've worked on for so long. Yeah. So specifically, you, you say like it's for millennials. Um, why is it more focused towards millennials? How do you think that helps them? It's aimed at millennials and younger because I wrote it in this very like casual, colloquial, conversational style. Cool. So it's meant to be like me talking to someone so that they don't run screaming. The idea right. being that if someone feels like they can tackle my book because it's comfortable, then they can get to the end and go, okay, I can read about church lit. Yeah. Now I can go tackle Jesus the Christ because I don't think I'm Elder Talmadge. Right. I don't intend right. to be Elder Talmadge. And reading Elder Talmadge is hard. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's intimidating, yeah. especially for people our age, I feel like. So this is someone's opportunity to read a book about doctrine that's a little more palatable. Exactly. Conversational. Um, what are some of the like topics that you touch in the book? Like some chapter headings, I guess, or. So I divided the book. I shamelessly stole the, the sections from the old young women's theme. So oh, cool. I have faith, divine nature, individual worth, knowledge, choice and accountability, good works and integrity. Yeah. And virtue. That one came while I was in young women's. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then I put different things that I thought fit in each category as kind yeah. of a subcategory. So in faith, I talk about the basic tenets of religion. I talk about prayer. I talk about scripture study, meaningful scripture study. I talk about fasting. And then, for instance, in virtue, I have a section about having a virtuous presence on social media because cool. I feel like that's Right, because that's modern, right? Yeah. yeah. Applicable. And then while you have been writing the book, have you had any experiences like that have increased your faith? Do you feel like, or because I feel Absolutely. like, yeah, because I feel like it's easy to be like, okay, I'm just taking what I understand and translating it, you know, into this novel. But I imagine you're growing while you're writing. Absolutely. And um, I think the biggest thing on that subject was just that I pull a lot of personal stories in and cool. say, okay, well, here's the the metaphorical meaning or here's what I learned, here's some phrase that someone said that I thought a lot about. Yeah. And so I learned to stop and think about little things in life. Yeah. You know, I, I watch my daughter slip on a magazine and fall and cry out for help, which sounds ridiculous. And I and have funny. learned. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
And I have learned that Heavenly Father watches us slip on proverbial magazines all the time. And he knows it's coming, just like I knew it was coming when she started running over the slippery whatever. Right. But he is also there when we cry out for help. Yeah. And so I took these little, you know, minute almost Mm -hmm. experiences and I learned to find the spirituality in them. To like almost... I mean, what's interesting about that is because, like, if we li- if if we focused our lives just on the big things that happened, then our lives would seem very small. Yes. You know, like if you just laid out all the big things, then it would only be like this much. But if you're able to expand on all of the seconds and minutes, then our lives are actually very full. Yes. Like fulfilling um, and beautiful. Um, so, if you were, because I, I imagine if I asked you to share like your favorite part of the book, I imagine your whole book is. The, you know, the favorite part, otherwise you wouldn't have written it. But like, um, is there a chapter you feel more passionately about? Or if not, could you just share a little bit about the first chapter? One of the sections I love the most is actually one of the first ones I talk about prayer. Yeah. And I am a big fan of prayer personally. I'm one of those that if I stop talking to you mid-conversation, it's because I have to say a prayer real quick. And I try not, <laughs> I try not to interrupt the conversation. That's interesting. That's cool. But I've learned to kind of slide it in there because I need help all the time. Yeah, in my yeah. heart, I don't stop and kneel down on the sidewalk. Right. <laughs> weird. But hey, how's it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but if I come up with, up to someone and I say, hey, how's it going? And they say, well, I'm not doing great. Then in my heart and in my mind, I'll say, Heavenly Father, please help me to know how to help this person. Help me right. to know how to communicate what they need to hear. Yeah. And then I keep going with my conversation with them. Right. Um, And the other thing that comes to mind when you say my favorite part is something I borrowed from a sacrament meeting I heard when I was 12. Uh, The phrase, a testimony is like a bunch of old grapes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Because you look at a bunch of old grapes and some of them are like fresh and you want to eat them and they're great and they're full of juice. Right. And then on the same stem, you have raisins. And a (laughs) testimony is like that in that you can... You can have so much faith in missionary work, and then maybe your faith in the priesthood is struggling. Sure. But the cool thing about it is that the Savior can raise people from the dead. How hard is it for him to turn a raisin back into a grape, both literally and metaphorically? Right. So that's one of my favorite That's parts. really cool. Like, that you're always... Well, and, and that's interesting, because for me, I, like... I've never, like, really doubted as far as, like doctrinally speaking if you know scriptures yeah the scriptures say something i'm like cool like that makes sense to me but what i have struggled with is the faith to act on those things right so like whether it is studying the scriptures actively or um being really involved in my callings like i know those are good things i'm never going to tell anyone that they're not but then having the faith to act i feel like mine are like little shriveled raisins in that respect um but i it's it's very that's okay. Right. It doesn't make you a bad person or a bad saint. It makes you a person, right. period. And that's and actually a lot of what I talk about in the book is applicability and practicality. Yeah. And here's a list of good ideas that I think work. And here are some things I've experienced that have blown up in my face. <laughs> And that's my experience, but it might be yours too. If it helps, here it is. Well, and and that's kind of one thing I've benefited because I have a a lot of older siblings. So I saw them and we all went to the same high school. So I saw them go through, I saw them make, do a lot of stupid things. And then I just literally like my sisters, 
they're gonna kill me if they know I said this, but I, they don't watch the show, so they're fine. Perfect. Um, but like two or three, all, three of my sisters were in high school at the same time, and they all had a crush on the same boy. Oh no! And man, I saw my. I'm surprised our house didn't burn down, you know, because that was just the craziest time. But I realized I was like, you know what? I don't think I really need to date seriously until I'm out of high school. You know, like that was a decision I was able to make based off of their experiences. Right. And and that was great. High school is easy, you know, <laughs> like I bet. zero drama. Um, I saved that till college, and eventually there will be drama. You can't avoid it, but um, you uh, can minimize it, right? And I think that's what's wonderful about a book like this—the opportunity for someone to read, um, learn from your experiences, right? Or store, hopefully, yeah, or other stories you've put in, and and minimize the pain, right? Yeah, of of going through life because life is going to be difficult. You know, like we are right. going to be shriveled raisins here, and. I'm, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like sometimes our great our grapes that are nice and healthy sometimes can get a little shriveled while other things grow. You know, like, yeah, it's it's a constant progression on all of the medical yeah. grapes. If you had an adv- advice for someone, right, that, it, it, that was that is millennial under like ha- has faith in the gospel right or even if it's just a little bit like because a lot of people watching the show you know you guys are just learning about it you know it's just just a little or even seed. hope yeah i'm gonna put a plug in for that's hope perfect i'm a big fan um i hope that's in your book too it okay is. good um get that see i said i hope but yeah that was so. nice <laughs> no, um but so yeah if we have someone who and rather like either just a little seed or has been in the church their whole life you know our little seed in our towering oak tree. Yeah. Everybody's learning. Everybody's growing. Um, what would be your advice for them as far as like moving forward or living the gospel better, I guess? My biggest piece of advice would be to let, and this sounds like I'm stealing from President Nelson, and if I am, so be it. It's great. Let <laughs> it be the prevailing thing in your life. Choose today, and I mean today, to... Find something you need to do better and just do it better. If you're bad at saying prayers, set a timer on your phone. I know you have one. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be if you don't have a phone, how are you watching this? You yeah. Know? <laughs> and make time for prayer. It doesn't have to be lengthy. You don't need to try out for patriarch, as my husband is fond of saying. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be out loud. But if you're struggling with something, make it better on purpose. And that applies to all the things. Right. I mean, like, even if it's, yep, every aspect of the gospel, I mean, like, whether it's one verse. Exactly. You know, or, or saying hi to someone new. like it's To one person that you way. don't especially like. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. That, yep. Um, I was like, I have a lot of those people I got to work on. Um, Pick th- one. Yeah. Start with one. Right. That's awesome. Um, I'm hoping, then, that... When you guys take the opportunity to read this book, that you'll get, I mean, more of this, right? What you've shared with us today, I feel like that's what they're going to get, right? Oh, my soul and my personality are very much in that book. Good. It's very nerve-wracking because uh, my personality is on sale it's on very, Amazon. <laughs> very vulnerable, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, but that's a, a lot of the ways that invites the spirit. I hope so. You know, like that vulnerability and being open. I think the spirit is very present in those situations. Um, so one more time. The name of the book is... The Tuesday Morning Principle. The Tuesday Morning Principle. Subtitle, A Millennial's Guide to Daily Gospel Living. But oh, if you put Tuesday Morning Principle in... It'll show it'll up show on up. Amazon. Yeah. And 
probably other places yeah, that I don't, people that get it from. Buy books. But I published through Amazon. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me. Yeah, thanks for writing a book, first of all. No problem. Um, because, like, we recognize, I mean, all of us involved, we know that when people write these books, anyone we've interviewed, right, that they don't do it um, for the for the money, for the prestige, you know, it's because something they're very passionate about sharing and and it blesses people's lives. Yes. So we're really That's grateful. Yeah. And um, if you guys have any questions, um, do you have like a social media that you want to plug for? Your- sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my Instagram account for my religious writing, gotta remember, is Bryn, B-R-Y-N-N-E, Nelson, N-E-L-S-O-N, books, um and bring bring out some books yeah okay and i have twitter I was gonna say, so that's instagram and yeah. facebook you can find my twitter from my instagram Perfect. because i don't remember what twitter is i mostly use it to put funny quotes from my I children i mean that's fine i, I have yeah the extent um so reach out to her on bring books uh, bring nelson books please do um, i'd love to hear from and you. then obviously if you have any other like questions or ideas about like what you want to know more about the book or whatever comments and go ahead and subscribe to Sing Unscripted because it's awesome I'm very glad we asked her to say that (laughs) no it really is a great channel with some wonderful thoughts and very nice people thank you guys for watching thank you Brent for coming on the show thank you for the invitation of course thanks for watching guys and we'll see you in the next episode Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.